0: Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Professionally Fit with Lisa A. Smith, founder of Fit Camp 360 Inc. As you all know, Professionally Fit is a podcast dedicated to professional women who are soaring in their enterprises and in their fields while still maintaining their health and wellness. On today's episode, we have Jaina Jamerson, who is the founder of Buzz Magnet, Inc., which is a digital marketing and consulting firm. She has an absolutely amazing and awesome testimony about how health and wellness has saved her life. Jaina, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me, Lisa. My
0: pleasure, my pleasure. So Jaina is absolutely amazing. She's been in the marketing and public relations fields for like over six or seven years now. She is super fit, she is super healthy, and she is really smart and brilliant and she has so much to share with you guys. So I am so excited to have you hear her testimony today, have her give you great advice on how to conquer your health and wellness and all your professionally fit lifestyles. So Jaina, what's up? That was quite an introduction. <laughs> hey, hey, I don't look. I, I don't bring just anybody on. Okay. Right. So you have to be have a worthy introduction for me to get you on here. So welcome to the show. I
1: feel honored. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Um, it's my pleasure. So Jana, let's give the listeners a quick insight into your life. Tell us a little bit about what you do at Buzz Magnet Inc. and you know what you currently have going on.
1: Sure. So I founded Buzz Magnetic actually in April of this year. I've spent the past uh, three years doing digital marketing for a Fortune 500 uh, company Mm -hmm. in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and decided that it was time to step out on my own. And as you stated before, I've had several years of public relations and marketing experience, worked for uh, in the education field, Mm -hmm. I've worked for uh, hospitality, I've worked in a lot of different industries, but it was just time to step out on my own. Uh, just a little bit about Buzz Magnet Inc. We are actually 100% women, minority owned, and operated, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I love to. I have to add that in like the two fat horn. Yes. Uh, but uh, what we look to do, we're, we're a business development firm. Our goal is to help small to mid sized businesses as well as startup companies mm-hmm. get their foot in the door in their industry online. As you know, a lot of things are changing. Uh, the way that people find information has certainly changed. I mean, when was the last time you picked up the yellow pages? Or, yes. you know, uh, the, coined the phrase Google it. Yes, absolutely. And we're Googling from our phones, we're yeah. Googling from our laptops. So we help businesses stay top of mind when someone is searching for their products or services and are most likely to want to purchase them now or at least in the near future.
0: Yeah. And that's not an easy thing to do because we're getting, we're taking in a load of information all throughout the day. And so what I've even found with my own company is to stay relevant and present in the forefront of individuals' minds, you have to have a serious online presence and you have to be constant and you can't skip a day. You can't go too many hours without posting. Your website has to be really user-friendly and there's so many small components that are required and so you've mastered that.
1: I, we like to think that we have mastered yes. that, and we are the experts. Yes. Yes.
0: And then I think this is going to be a really fun interview too, Jaina, because you're a new, kind of a startup company. Even though you have a ton of years in the industry, what I always like to tell um, other entrepreneurs, and especially ones up and coming, is that there's two different. There's two very different things. Being a master at your craft. And being an entrepreneur are two different things because you can be great at what you do, but that doesn't mean you can run a business.
1: Very true. Yeah.
0: So I can't wait to hear how it's going for you because being a new entrepreneur is hard work.
1: Yeah, it is. It really is. I actually, um, since this is something that's always been a passion of mine, I actually started doing complimentary consulting Mm -hmm. on the side for small businesses about a year ago because I just love to help. I love to help wherever I can. And it turned into, you know, I started getting people say, why are you doing this for free? You need to start charging for this. You know how much people would pay for this type of information? I'm yeah. like, well, you know, feel kind of bad if I, if you know, I used to feel bad about it. But, yeah. you know, why not? Mm-hmm. You know, why not at this point?
0: hundred percent. And don't worry, guys, we're going to get into the health and fitness thing. But Jaina's awesome. So we're going to chat about <laughs> business for a second, um, as we always do. But what you just said was so monumental feeling bad about asking for compensation for your services and your talent. I think that is one of the most common characteristics of entrepreneurs, very specifically female entrepreneurs. You know, we have sometimes a very difficult time with either charging at all for our services or charging the right amount, kind of knowing your value. And I know I struggle with that as well in the beginning Especially when it's your passion and you can almost do it in your sleep, you're like, Am I really helping? Because this information is so simple to you. And you, you know, you can, like I said, recite it in your sleep that you feel like, uh, No biggie, right? But when you look at the value you're adding to their lives, their companies, the confidence you're giving them, you have to really take a step back and be like, Okay, I can monetize this and I should.
1: I think you nailed it. Okay.
0: <laughs> I think you absolutely nailed it. It's a hard it. lesson to learn. It is. It you know? Is. Um, so kudos to you for not only stepping outside that free consult, which is awesome. And we can always be a place of service, even with your company still giving back, Mm -hmm. but realizing that I have a true talent and I have some value to add.
1: Yep. And that's actually what we do. So once a quarter, what we've decided to do Mm -hmm. is do not, we still offer complimentary consultations, but it's not as in depth Mm -hmm. as what we would do otherwise. Mm -hmm. But one thing that we do for a one, one woman owned business uh, per quarter is not just offer complimentary consulting but we assist with creating a strategy, implementing a strategy, and optimizing that strategy on a complimentary basis. Yes. So our recipient for this quarter is a clothing boutique in Royal Oak okay. and it's absolutely phenomenal. Check it out if you get a chance. Yeah. It's fine threads. Uh-huh. She's a consignment shop. She's got Gucci. She's got everything you can imagine and wow. it's it's at a very reasonable price, too. Okay. On consignment. And yeah. if you have fancy stuff and you want to get rid of it, bring it to her. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. And that, that's brilliant. We have so much alike, like, Jaina. I love that you just started in April and you already have your service and how we're going to give back peace threaded into your company. And that's the exact same thing when I started. I said I have to start giving back right now before I make a lot of, because it means so much to me. Mm-hmm. So we do the exact same thing every quarter. We offer a scholarship for one person who wants free personal training and nutritional coaching or complimentary, should I say, That's you know, awesome. because it's a necessary need for everyone, but everyone can't afford a trainer. So I said, we can take on one person a quarter, exact same concept. Kind of That's so funny. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. So awesome. cheers to us. Um, <laughs> Pats on the back all around. Okay. So let's get really into your health and fitness routine. First, tell us currently where you are. You know, how do you incorporate your nutrition, your healthy eating, as well as your workouts into your super busy schedule?
1: Super busy is an understatement. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how I survive sometimes. (laughs) Working 20-hour days, that's the life of an entrepreneur sometimes. Yes, it is. Uh, But currently, I think that people truly underestimate the power of planning your meals it helps keep you in line, and Mm -hmm. you know, oh, I don't have the time to, I thought that I wouldn't have the time to, until I made the time to do it. Yeah. So, a part of that comes with scheduling, so I know every Saturday, or Sunday, I've got it down, Saturday, or Sunday, or Saturday and Sunday, depending Mm -hmm. on what it is. Yes. Uh, what's going on that week? I'm, I'm meal prepping. Yes. I'm meal prepping all day. It doesn't, and I don't do the same thing, because I see a lot of people on Instagram, they have like the same meal in boxes for every day of the week. I I don't mind leftovers, right. but you know I'm a little. <laughs> right. My palate is a little more uh,
0: advanced. Right.
1: <laughs> so uh, I do I do meal prepping. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just trans transitioned back into adding animal protein into my diet, mm-hmm. just in small, just a, a little bit, but I still um, am more more or less leaning towards the plant protein. Okay. Uh, but number one would be meal prepping. Okay. Number two is scheduling my gym time. Yes. No matter what is going on, I don't care if my last client of the day is, it, is on the phone with me. We know that the cutoff time is this time and yes. we it's time to go to the gym. Absolutely. I have to work out. I have to get in at least my hour and my hours turned into two hours now because I just love it. Yes. <laughs> I love it and I've made the time to do it. So I would definitely uh, say that. And then downloading mo- mobile apps. There are so many apps to help keep you keep you and your uh, it, fitness it's a schedule together. Yeah. Not even just that, but to hold you accountable. And on the topic of accountability, that's the uh, one thing that because a lot of people say, well, you know, I have family, I have this, I have that. The one thing that I've noticed that has helped me so much with mm-hmm. people understanding either my absence or me being late or me having to say, you know, look, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I just can't do it because I have to go to the gym is asking them for accountability. Mm-hmm. Because people, how, how many people do you know if you ask for help? Like and you want the, oh I really need your help on this and I want your opinion. People are more inclined to say yes right. than they are to say no. Right. If they do say no, how many times you ask them? Right, <laughs> no, no. right. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. But share share your goals with them. Yes. Share share like this is what my goal is. Obviously, you know me, you've seen me, you know, I need to lose a few pounds Mm -hmm. or, you know, I'm really trying to be more health conscious. Can you hold me accountable to this? Mm -hmm. These are the times that I want to work out on the day to day basis. Can you make sure that I'm doing it? Can you make sure that I'm going there? And I mean, nine times out of 10, at least in my experience, people will say yes and they'll support you because they want to see you live a healthier life. Absolutely. They want to see you
0: do better. Absolutely. That's a great, awesome piece of advice. Um, and that's one of the first we've actually heard on the show is to, one of the ways to not feel like you're excluding people because you're trying mm-hmm. to work on yourself is by asking them to help hold you accountable. And you know, and I suspect what that might also do is have them take a kind of a look at the man in the mirror too. Like I need to kind of step my game up. Oh yeah. Let's keep each other accountable now. Right. You know, because now, you're not available to me, so maybe I should be spending, also spending this time to work on my health and wellness. I think that's an awesome piece of advice, Jaina.
1: That is true. Yeah. And actually, uh, two of my friends have started going to the gym because of that. Because
0: really? At look at that. And then it's kind of like reverse engineering or something because you you didn't tell them they should or you didn't not suggest they come with you. <laughs> you're just like, just make sure I go. <laughs> and then, oh, look and behold, right? Like yeah. if Jaina can do it, I know how busy she is, I can do it too. Absolutely. That is an awesome piece of advice. Have other people keep you accountable. I love it. I love it. And the meal prepping is, you're right, that's monumental. monumental. Um, preparation is always, always the hardest part. It's oh, yeah. not the cooking, it's the prepping, right? So it, even if, like we tell clients all the time, you don't have to necessarily cook the whole meal right now, but maybe you get the hardest part out mm-hmm. of the way. Maybe you're just chopping the veg up and then sealing it up, and that way it's ready to be thrown in the oven or the pan when it's time. So that's yeah, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So let's get really, really deep into how exactly you um, got into health and fitness. So heavy. Like, has this always been a thing for you, or was there a certain incident that kind of catapulted your your journey?
1: That's a really good question. So I actually have always been athletic. I played. Oh, Lord. Sports were mandatory in the house. My mother said, you're going to learn a sport, you're going to learn a uh, foreign language, and mm-hmm. you're going to learn how to play a musical instrument. <laughs> Those were the rules. So I have literally played every sport you can think of. I played softball all the way through high school, mm-hmm. uh, did ran track in college, and came home uh, from studying in Phoenix, Arizona, got a job, and sat on my butt mm-hmm. in a, at a desk day in and day out. Wow. Wow. Um, I, don't, I wouldn't say that I stopped working out initially, but the more my uh, career advanced, mm-hmm. the less I saw myself dedicating time to either go to the gym or run a couple of miles just to stay in shape. Right. So I started having issues with blood pressure, just bouts of high blood pressure here and there. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm in my 20s. My doctor would be like, oh, you know, it's just, it's random. You know, it goes up and down. That's right. what blood pressure does. Right. Um, but in 2014, I got diagnosed with chronic hypertension mm-hmm. and they started me on blood pressure medications. And um, that was a downer for me because I wow. never had any, you know, anything serious. How old were
0: you at that time?
1: At that time, I was, good Lord, 26. 26, 27,
0: 27. 26 or 27, and you got diagnosed with chronic hypertension. Chronic hypertension. Wow. Okay. Yes.
1: And as you can see right now, <laughs> I was probably smaller than this back then. Right. So, so size has let's nothing be to do very with clear, <laughs>
0: listeners. She was not overweight or obese. Not Just at overworked.
1: All. Just overworked. Wow. And um, mainly overworked. Mm-hmm. The job that I took at Fortune 500 Company uh, was very hot, it was fast paced very stressful uh strict deadlines Mm. and you know I I would probably be working sometimes 15 hour days i would be leaving Ann Arbor to get back to uh the west side of Detroit until sometimes nine o'clock at night wow and then having to do everything all over again and I had babies at home and my babies are four-legged babies okay (laughs) (laughs) you know and then having to walk the dogs and everything but um my blood pressure ended up getting worse. Okay. Into the beginning of 2015. Okay. It was to the point where it was uncontrollable by medic prescription drugs altogether. Wow. And so I've literally been on every blood pressure medication that you can imagine, uh, whether it was combination mixed or just, you know, one at a time, I've literally been on everything. And the turning point for me, you know, and then not just that, but you know, just dealing with work, Uh, Dealing with relationships with other people, Mm. you know, and everything else. And, you know, everything just kind of balls up there. You know, you're like, oh, yes, yes. And then inside, your body can't handle all of that. Right. All that pressure and all the stress. So uh, I went into hypertensive crisis. Wow. Hypertensive crisis, as young as I am. And it was to the point, even the doctors were saying, you are not the right demographic for this. You're just not. You know, so... They were testing me for tumors and every, everything under the sun because it just didn't make sense. They said, you're in good shape. Yeah. You, look, you have a very athletic build. You know, There's no reason for you to be dealing with this right now. Right. Hypertensive crisis. Stayed in the hospital for a while. Got better. Got sent home. I uh, was put on two new blood pressure medications. And shortly after I got off of disability to go back to work,
0: mm-hmm.
1: my first week back at work... I went into hypertensive crisis again, got wheeled out of my job on a stretcher with oxygen and the whole nine yards, uh, took me to U of M hospital. And I said, this cannot be life. And um, even around that same time, I was at Providence, you know, they said, okay, you might be having an aneurysm here. And I said, something's got to give. Yeah. So I said, I have to take an inventory here. I have to take an inventory on my personal life. I have to take an inventory mm-hmm. on my professional life, mm-hmm. and I have to take an inventory on my spiritual life. What am I doing that I shouldn't be doing, or what do I need? What do I need to do to change what, the situation that I'm in right now? And I started initially. I started with my personal life, and I said, "Okay, who are the people?" Because a lot of times, if you, I'm the kind of person. I will give, even if I'm running on E, Mm -hmm. I keep giving, I'll give everything I have until I have nothing left to give. Mm -hmm. And I said, who, who are the individuals in my life who are on the, who withdraw and And don't make deposits? Yes. Who are those individuals? Yes. And if that, and if, and, and if that's the, if that's the case and I'm seeing all these withdrawals and nobody's making deposits, then. We have to put some distance, yes, in this relationship. Mm-hmm. We we really do. So I started with my personal life, and I started. I said I got a clean house. Some I got fast some people. Yep, and get my focus mm. back together, mm. and go back to me. Mm-hmm. Then I said, okay, let me take a spiritual inventory. Mm-hmm. God, what is it? that I'm not doing what have I changed about my routine or is it my routine that needs to change Mm -hmm. are you are you calling me to go deeper than where I'm at right now is Mm -hmm. that why I'm so uncomfortable in this space right so I took I did the spiritual inventory and I said okay God I'm gonna give you more of my time I'm gonna make sure that before I do anything for anybody or with anybody that I'm consulting you first because I don't want to come in between what you might be trying to do for them mm-hmm and then I had to take a physical inventory and I didn't necessarily start the physical inventory as promptly as I started the um, personal and spiritual inventory because I was still trying to find that balance between everything else and, you know, going, doing that long trek to, track to Ann Arbor and back it. and doing everything else. And in November of 2015, I said, okay, we're going to have to get this together. Girl. That's right. That's right.
0: Yes. We're going to have to get
1: this together. So, what
0: you decide? So,
1: I prayed. Yes. Because I had already done my spiritual inventory. Right. Right. I said, Lord, this is not the abundant life. Mm-hmm. I believe that you do not want me on blood pressure medication. Mm-hmm. I believe that you want me to prosper and be in good health even as my soul prospers. Mm-hmm. And I believe that. I'm not going to be on my blood pressure medication by the end of 2016. So what do I need to do? That's right. What do you want me to do in order to make that happen? I'm all ears. Tell me what you need me to do and I'll do it. And I got to work one day and the Holy Spirit told me to look up the hypertension diet. And I I had never heard of it before. It's Mm -hmm. called the DASH diet. Yep. I had never heard of the DASH diet in my life. Mm -hmm. And I pulled up the PDF document Mm -hmm. and God said, print it out. And do it and commit to it Mm -hmm. I said okay I printed it off Mm -hmm. and I committed to it but he also told me to not eat the meat so I stopped eating the meat and I'm not saying meat is bad for you or anything like that I'm not one of those people at all because I just said earlier I started incorporating animal protein back into my diet right but initially that's what he told me to do Mm -hmm. and um, during that time I had run out of blood pressure medication and couldn't get in contact with my doctor I was feeling weird I said, good Lord, I just feel so lightheaded. Yes. My head hurts. What's wrong with right. me? Right. Well, ended up going to the doctor because it got real bad. And this is about two weeks into doing the DASH diet. Uh, they, they knew me. They said, well, let's call over there and see Ooh, if we can right. get you a bed. Because they know me. Right, right. At this
0: point, right. <laughs>
1: they know me at this point. So they took my blood pressure and they said, that's strange. Took it on the other arm. That's still strange. Took it manually, and they say your blood pressure is low. We can't give you any more medication. And I said, "Are you kidding me?" So I had I had her, uh, had my doctor talk to uh, my uncle, who's a hypertension specialist, and he's been overseeing the majority of my hypertensive care. Mm-hmm. And they both said, "You know what? We'll write you a prescription. Don't use it." Wow. I have not had to use blood pressure medication since the second week of January of 2016, wow. just from switching over to the Dash diet, and more more so. Being obedient to God, because a lot of people think that healing comes from the, oh, you got to get hands laid on you and all that stuff. And I'm not saying that doesn't work, because I do believe in healing through the laying on of hands. I'm a Christian, and I believe in that. Yeah. But sometimes God will give you wisdom. Yes. Wisdom.
0: And it's your responsibility to execute. That's right. Wow. That's an amazing testimony. So just to be very clear, your diet diet and nutrition is what fully reversed
1: fully reversed hypertension. Wow. I have not had a I have not had to take hypertension wow. hypertension medicine another day. Wow since the second week of January. That
0: is absolutely amazing. Because what happens is people become so dependent on reliant on doctors mm-hmm. medications that they don't even take a look at their own personal habits or put in the effort to really get to the root of what's causing it. Because yep. you can't mask it with medication and things without truly changing your lifestyle habits and making it a goal to get off of those prescriptions. Wow. So really quickly, give the listeners a really quick glimpse into what exactly the DASH diet is because I'm sure a lot of people have hypertension, know somebody with hypertension. Um, I'm familiar with the DASH diet, but I want you to talk a little bit about it really quickly.
1: So the DASH diet stands for Dietary Alternatives to Stop Hypertension. It's a diet that is high in potassium and magnesium, mm-hmm. which actually helps the muscle regulation in your body, helps with and that actually helps lower that's what helps lower your blood pressure is the potassium and magnesium. Mm. But it's also a protein rich diet as well. Mm. So a lot of people think, oh well, I don't want to change this, I don't want to change that. The DASH diet actually allows you to somewhat keep a lot of what you currently are doing, but it tells you how to do it in moderation. It tells you how much of each individual food group you're going to need on a daily basis to help get you on track to lowering your blood pressure.
0: Right, I love it. And do you still incorporate some of those things into your habits now? Absolutely,
1: absolutely. That and I am at the gym some, some days I'm doing two-a-days, five days a week. Some weeks I'm going every other day, but wow. I make sure that I keep a consistent uh, workout schedule.
0: Absolutely. So it is totally a lifestyle change, yes. right, that Absolutely. really makes the biggest impact. Yep. Um, and it sounds like one of the things that I'm really big on is, is mindset. And because you have to change your thinking and your mm-hmm. habits, your way of thinking, and what I like to say kind of is the story you tell yourself about yourself – to ensure mm-hmm. that you're solidifying those changes. Because sometimes we do things um, in a diet state of mind, kind of yep. with a definitive end date, right? So it's important to incorporate those things and make it work for your life yep. where you can kind of see yourself doing it long term. Absolutely. And you had an extreme story and you had an extreme lesson, right? You oh, came yeah. very close to not being able to go forward. And so that was your lesson. But we, what we hope to do is prevent others from getting to that point. Absolutely. Wow! This is this is amazing, Jenna. That's an awesome story and awesome testimony. And I hope our listeners um, listen and hear and take it very serious. That what you eat and your your exercise regimen or lean no sedentary lifestyle has one of the biggest impacts that it will ever have on your life. Would you agree? I would agree. Wow. Um, okay. So let's work towards wrapping up. I'm just going to ask really quickly for you to leave our listeners with maybe three tips that you could give to help them either jumpstart or kind of reignite their journey to health and wellness. Um, and let's put kind of a spin on it when it comes to like maybe getting off of medications, um, getting off doctor's appointments and dealing with chronic illnesses. Yep.
1: So the biggest thing I know, I know I've done a lot of research online for um, different diets to get off of medications or, you know, there's, there's a diabetes diet, there's mm. a high blood pressure diet, there's a gallbladder diet. There's a lot of different diets <laughs> online. Mm-hmm. Um, I am definitely not the one to say ignore your doctor because until you have a balance in that lifestyle change, right? you're still going to need the wisdom that they can provide to you. Okay. Um, but number one is find a plan and stick with it. And if you have an off day, don't beat yourself up so bad. Right. Because I used to do that. Um, if I'm, if I, oh man, I ate this today. I probably shouldn't have eaten that, and I right. get all huffed up and puffed up. And yeah. it's not an excuse to continue that. Right. <laughs> but just, just acknowledge it, and you know, and then do better the next day, and Move just maintain on. and keep the consistency going. Um, another thing that I would say is that um, sometimes the illnesses that we have are not necessarily uh, based on something that we're dealing with physically. There's not something physically wrong with us. Sometimes it's an emotional, Mm. uh, emotional illness, emotion that's causing the illness. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's uh, stress. It's a lot of different things. So take that personal inventory on your life and see what is it that you need to fast from, be it family, friends, uh, uh, different uh, people, situations, whatever the case may be. Yes. And once again, stick to it. Yes, Stick to it because you matter. Yep. You're important. Mm-hmm. There's a, a problem in this world that only you can solve, but you're not going to solve it if you're not here.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right. That's brilliant advice. Um, brilliant advice. And one of the things I want people to be co- really cognitive of, and the one of the takeaways I hope you guys gather from this today, is the importance of monitoring your stress levels when your body is under stress, it releases a hormone called cortisone. Mm-hmm. And what that does is shuts down your immune system. So that's okay for a temporary moment. Let's say you're all of a sudden running from a dog or you're in a high stress situation, but it's very, you know, short, a short spurt. But if you have a high stress job and come and pair that with a high stress stress household lifestyle and pair that with a sedentary lifestyle and pair that with bad eating habits, you then have a recipe for disaster. You do. You know? And so, guys, a lot of us complain about being under stress, but I just want you to be very aware of how that is truly impacting your health um, and possibly shortening your life.
1: It'll manifest in various ways.
0: All the time it does. All the time it does. So take Jaina advice today and definitely do a personal inventory on what areas of your life um, well, you need to start purging some things and some people and some situations to make space and time for you to take care of you. Amen to that. Hello. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I think we nailed it again. I absolutely love doing this podcast because I love that you know women, African American women, we are out here doing it all. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, uh, one of the best things I heard is how we get proud of wearing so many hats, like. I'm a wife, I'm a mother, you know, I'm running a business or I'm working all these hours at work and then I volunteer here and then I do this. We get so proud of that um, and, and and we puff our chest out. I don't have time to, for me. I don't, have, And that's not something to be proud of. No, it's not. You know what I mean? You should be proud of being selfish. You should be proud of taking your day out of, you know, the week where you're making time for self and attending to what needs to be attended to. So I, I am so proud of you and kudos to you for doing just that, for being a, a example and a testimony to everyone out there. And I hope that our listeners today take away a lot of what you said, because it's really important Amen. and it's not a joke. That's the truth. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, um, Jaina, really quick, leave our listeners. with well, how, if they need um, digital marketing and consulting services for their companies, how they can get in touch with you, how they might be able to apply for your quarterly scholarship, Um, And then your contact information.
1: Absolutely. So the best way to get in contact with us, you can go to Mm www.buzzmagnetinc.com. All of our contact information is listed there as well as the the services that we provide. Mm -hmm. Um, What we actually do, if you know of a business that is a 100% women-owned and operated business, and could utilize some additional guidance and strategy to uh, get more awareness out there, feel free to send us an email to info at buzzmagnetinc.com. Mm. And we will do the, send us a reason why you believe that business deserves to have some complimentary assistance, and uh, we'll go ahead and uh, make the assessment from there.
0: Yes, I love it, love it. And you guys are on social media? or We
1: are on social media as well. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Buzz Magnet Inc. It actually just went live a few days ago. Yes, yes. <laughs> We're so new. <laughs> or on Twitter at Buzz Magnet Inc.
0: Yes. Thank you so much, so much for coming on, Jaina, uh, for being vulnerable, for sharing sharing your story um, and being an example and a leader in our community. Um, um, private, uh, well, minority, woman-owned business yes. in the house.
1: In the house. I love it, love it, love
0: it. <laughs> Um, I can't wait to chat chat you all up, cultivate our relationship, because I think you are a really good inspiration and motivation to our community. So so thank you for being here. So are you, Lisa. Thank you. So thank you. you. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Well, guys, it's been another Professionally Fit episode with another phenomenal woman doing it all. So that just proves that you can, too. For future episodes or to jumpstart your health and wellness journey, we're at wwwfitcamp 360com Peace.